it's amazing just the word, the words that have been shared this morning kind of fits into what um, that was laid on my heart, a message that was laid on my heart, and um, yeah, we're all going through it, aren't we, in some way, um, life can be hard, life is difficult, Pastor Andy and Lisa, I know you're watching this morning and we're sending you lots of love. I want you to know that we're standing with you. People, other people who may be streaming in, you're just unable to come into the church building this morning. You might be struggling with illness or you can't get up. You just can't make it. I want you to know that we're standing with you. Um, I want you to know that God is right there with you right now. You might not feel like it is. You might feel like he's very distant. But the promises of God are yes and amen, and he is with you. Um, but yes, yeah, sending lots of love to Pastor Andy and Lisa. Um, I know they want me to say thank you to people who have um, made lots of amazing food. I mean, he's loving, they're loving it, you know, all different cultures and like just, yeah, it's amazing. So thank you so much that they, they want me to say that. Um, just a lo lovely church caring for one another. That's what the church is meant to be, isn't it? That we just serve one another and we, we're there for one another. And um, yeah, God, God wants to to use us for his kingdom and for his glory. Um, she is gone, I think, um, sorting my daughter out, but we're seven years married today. And, um, <laughs> Maddie, I love you. <laughs> but she's amazing, and uh, I want to honor her today. And, um, yeah, we've been on a journey over the past seven years, and a couple of years ago, we had a bit of a journey. We went um, on holiday with um, my Maddie's parents. We went to Scotland and um, a lovely couple of weeks away. And we went up the third highest mountain. Uh, it's called Brea Reach. I think I said that right. And um, what a journey that was. It took us like three hours to get to the bottom of the mountain. You know, you're going on these paths and all that kind of stuff. And it was such a hot day. And, um, but it was absolutely beautiful. And I just reflect on that story today of going up the mountain and coming back down, and it can, our journey of life can be like going up a mountain. You know, it sometimes feel like we're scrambling over these boulders. So I've got, I've, I've went through my pictures, and there's loads to get through. You have to literally climb across all these boulders, and um, they were massive, and it was hard work. And uh, it can feel like at times that we're scrambling, can't we? We're just trying to get over one thing, over the next thing, trying to break through it. And um, you keep a journey, you keep going, you keep going. And um, eventually you reach the top and you're loving life. The top. Where are we? At the top. I did get there. I got there. I got to the top. And, you, and you're, you're thinking life's amazing. You look at the views. It's funny when you go on mountain walks because it takes you hours to get up there, but you've got a few minutes to take it all in. You've got to get back down before it gets dark. It's like you look around. This is nice. All right, let's go back down again. Um, but like on this walk, we didn't really understand how far it was going to be. And um, sometimes it's good not knowing, isn't it? Um, because, like, if you didn't know, you'd think, ah, oh, I wouldn't do that. Um, but on, this, on the journey up there, we, we saw this stream, and it was a wonderful stream, and we had a bit of water going up there. Um, and it was just, just refreshing water. It just really filled us. And, but 
we eventually ran out of water. And on the way back, honestly, I was grumpy. As I was like, I'm, I'm, my, my throat is just so dry. I'm thinking, where is this stream? I'm sure it's down here somewhere, and it's not there. And you keep going, you keep going, absolutely longing for this stream of water, desiring for this stream of water. And eventually we got to it, and I just poured all of it over my head. And like, I got brain freeze, but it was worth it. Um, but we, was just got, we got to that point of just desiring, of just yearning for this water, and um, because we needed it, we, we just needed it to keep going. Um, it was one of the most beautiful walks I've ever been on, but it was one of the most brutal walks I've been on. And as I reflect on that kind of journey um, up and down the mountain, um, I, want us, I want to bring a message of not giving up chasing after Jesus, the living water. Uh, do not give up chasing after him. Just as we were like yearning and longing for the stream of water, I want to say to us today, do not give up yearning and longing for the presence of God because he is everything that we need. Life is hard. It can be a journey like a mountain climb. But, you know, we're up for the challenge. We begin the walk. We're scrambling over things. We get to the top. Life's amazing. We come back. We run out of water. And we're just desiring for more to keep us going. And um, the only thing that we need in this life is Jesus Christ to keep us going. And um, I want us to not give up. I want us to keep going and uh, keep on yearning and longing after Jesus. I love this psalm. It's a heavy psalm, but it's quite powerful. Psalm 42. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night. While men say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God, with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By, the, by day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Spirit of God, come and speak to us this morning. Come and reveal more of your love, of your goodness, your faithfulness to us. We worship you today, but our hearts are open to your voice in your mighty name. Amen. We don't know fully what the context of this Psalm um, 42 is. Um, some scholars believe it's in the time where David is fleeing from his son Absalom, but it could also be um, 
influenced by a group of people known as the Sons of Korah, as uh, it says in the heading, um, a mascal of the Sons of Korah. And it's, I just looked into this of the Sons of Korah, um, and it's inter- interesting to know that Korah was a leader of a, a rebellion against God and Moses back in Numbers 16. You can see that, that Korah was a leader that was a, uh, just going against God and Moses for what they were doing. Um, he had a group of 250 members who were just standing up against them. But I just I love the fact, what, what a beautiful thing that out of a rebellious leader, out of someone who turned against God, came a group of descendants with a hunger, with a desire for longing for God. And these guys were worshippers. Some were doorkeepers at the tabernacle. Some of them turned out to be worthy warriors alongside King David. The descendants of someone who led a rebellion, God used and spoke through in song, in poetry, for many generations to come and for us today. And I just thought, just a little word, powerful thing, that I think God wants maybe to shift in someone this morning is that there may have been someone who has gone before you in your family who's maybe lived a rebellious life. You might have had that expectation that you're just going to follow in their footsteps, following that same way they have lived, you know, the same temptations they had, the same anxiety that they had, you will have, the same struggles that they had, you will have. You know, we might be thinking that and feeling that, that we follow into that. Um, but I want to encourage you and speak a word of hope over you that you can change that course. You can change the course because what you may think is in store for your life, it's nowhere near what God has planned for you. It's nowhere near what God has planned for you. There is a living hope living and breathing in you today. You can change the course of what you think you might end up doing or following what has gone before you. You know, Korah was a rebellious leader, but the sons of Korah was people who were worshippers. And so I just want to break that in some people this morning, that if you're feeling that you're going to follow into someone's footsteps that's been rebellious or just that they've had a really rough life and it's just been awful for them and they've just not lived the way uh, of, of the Father, of the, of the love of God, that's not for you. It's, I want to say you don't have to live that way. You can change the course because Jesus Christ is living and breathing in you and he can change your course. God has a plan for your life, a wonderful plan not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. If you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, he will make your paths straight. In our hearts, we we plan our course, but the Lord establishes our steps. We don't really know what is going on within Psalm 42. David could be fleeing from Absalom. It could be something from the sons of Korah um, who are in exile from from worshiping in in their usual place. But what we do know is that the psalmist is in a fight. He's in a fight. They're fighting for hope. Out of a time of loneliness, despair, sorrow, anguish, the psalmist turns towards God in an honest, real prayer, prayer of holding on to who God is. God is loving, verse 8, verse 8, by the day the Lord directs his love. God is my rock, verse 9, I say to God, my rock. God is my Savior, verse 5 and 11, I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Even though the psalmist seems to express their own disappointment with lack of faith, they do not let go of the hope. They are fighting for hope, and this is my message today. 
Fight for hope. Keep on fighting for hope. There is a living hope and it is worth fighting for. The questions that are revealed in this psalm are questions that we come against in life all the time. Where is your God? Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? Why have you forgotten me, God? See, when we begin to follow Jesus, we we come into a fight. We are in a spiritual fight. We do have an enemy. He is known as a thief who wants to come steal, kill, and destroy. He prowls around like a roaring lion. He is known as the father of lies. And so when we're in that place of where is your God, in that place of why am I so discouraged, if we're in that place of why is my heart so sad, why have you forgotten me, God? And when we find ourselves in that place, that is exactly the place where the enemy wants you to be. He wants you to be in that place. But I encourage us all today to stand your ground. Stand your ground in the living hope of Jesus Christ. Stand your ground in the faith of Jesus Christ. Stand your ground in the truth of Jesus Christ. Do not give up, has been said already. Do not give in. Do not allow the father of lies take over your mind, over your heart, over your soul. He wants to invade your mind. That's where he starts. And he will keep on invading your mind so that you begin to believe that those lies are actually true. He doesn't stop invading your mind. But I speak these words which the Apostle Paul spoke over the Ephesian church. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the armor of God so that you'll be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are fighting against, not fighting against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this unseen world. Stand your ground. Fight for hope. How can we fight for hope? First, I want to say, keep your desire for Jesus Christ alive. Keep your desire for Jesus Christ alive. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. I love how the psalmist refers to being in desperate need for God by using this illustration of a deer panting for water. You know, just like us, we, we need water to survive. But, but the deer, they run to the water for safety, for protection. It helps their, um, their enemies lose their scent. They run to the water when they are hurt or when they have been injured. And so in the same way, the deer has this desire for, for water. We should have that same desire for Jesus, the living water. Why? Because he is the only one who can truly satisfy. Jesus says, whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Why should I have that desire for Jesus? Because he is the one who can truly help us and strengthen us. He is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Why should I have that desire for Jesus? Because he is the one who can truly protect us. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous righteous run into it and are safe. Why should I have that desire for Jesus? Because he is the one who can comfort us like no other. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Why should I have that desire for Jesus? Because he has brought us healing. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. 
Why should I have that desire for Jesus? Because he is very much our Savior. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Why should I have that, that desire for Jesus? Because Jesus Christ is very much alive. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. We need to desire Jesus Christ. We need to keep that desire for him alive. Our whole being, our souls need to have that desire for him. We were made. We were made fearfully and wonderfully made. We were made in the image of God. We were made to be in communion with God. But because of the ways of the world, we have fallen. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And whatever seems empty in our souls, we try to fill it with immediate stuff around us. We try to fill it with relationships. We try to fill it with money. We try to fill it with the greed. Everything that is, that all the things that are coming into our mind, we're trying to fill our souls with immediate stuff. But the only thing that we need is the very person of Jesus Christ. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Jesus says, like anyone who is thirsty, come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit. We cannot give up on chasing after Jesus. We've got to keep that desire alive because if we give up on, on Jesus, we give up on hope. It's okay to feel distant from God. It's okay to feel distant from God. The sons of Korah felt distant. David felt distant. But one thing that remained was their longing for the presence of God. Do not give up longing, yearning, desiring for who he is. Draw near to him just as you are. And I encourage you to rest in who he is. He is loving. He is your rock. He is your saviour. And I pray this morning that rivers of water will come and overflow in your life. May hope arise within you as you desire the living water of Jesus Christ. May the waters of the Holy Spirit take over the lies of the enemy that is going on in your mind right now. I pray that the, that the perfect love of Lord Jesus will cast away any fear that is consuming you. I pray that the peace of God, that peace that passes all understanding, will begin to rest on your minds and on your souls. I pray that you will know that the joy of the Lord is your strength. I pray for healing. I pray for miraculous healing in in the name of Jesus Christ this morning, over your minds, over your hearts, over your souls, spiritually or physically, people watching in this morning, I pray in the name of Jesus for healing, for the river of God to take over your life. Whatever is invading your mind right now, I pray in the name of Jesus to be cast out in the perfect love of Jesus Christ. The truth remains. Do not let the father of lies in your life because he's wanting to corrupt your soul. He's saying, why are you downcast? Why are our soul disturbed within me. Let the truth of who Jesus Christ is come into your heart. And because he is the one who can truly, who can truly set you free. Nobody else can set you free other than the name of Jesus Christ. Stand your ground. 
Stand your ground in prayer. Stand your ground in his word. Stand your ground in his promises. Fight for hope. Keep your desire for Jesus alive in your soul. He is our living water. He is our living hope. Do not give up chasing after him. Do not give up longing after him. Yearn for him. Just as I was yearning for that stream of water, thinking, I don't know where you are. God, I feel so distant from from this water. I don't know where you are coming from, but I am yearning that I'm going to have it at some point. Do not give up. Keep that desire of Jesus Christ alive in your soul. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. How can we fight for hope? Keep your desire for Jesus Christ alive. Secondly, speak the living word out over your life. We fight for hope by speaking hope over our lives. The word of God is not dead. The word of God is alive and active. And it's our choice if we're going to keep it alive and active in our souls. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. What you allow to speak into your soul determines on how you respond to what is going on around you. What you allow to speak into your soul determines on how you respond to what is going on around you. There are times when it's, it's just too much. There are times where it's just heavy. But we have a choice. Do I let it weigh me down or do I choose to give it in surrender to God? Just like this psalm and many other psalms, I've got to, I love how honest it is. And there are, there are times where I've just got to be so honest with God and saying, God, I have no idea what you are doing in this season of my life. I have no idea where I'm going. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I trust you. I've got to speak honestly to him. If we're not going to have our hearts open to him, if we're not going to speak honestly to him, then we're going to struggle to keep breaking ground, keep breaking through the season that we are going through. We've got to still hold on that there is healing today. We've got to still hold on that there is breakthrough today. We've got to still hold on that God will bring us through. This is what it means to fight for hope. It's being real. It's being honest. And it's up to us what we choose to listen to and what we choose to receive. We can easily allow the worries and the circumstances of life be louder than the word of life. So how can we make that shift? How can we make that shift? We've got to start preaching to ourselves. We've got to speak hope into our souls. We've got to speak the name of Jesus over our lives. We cannot wait till Sunday to be filled with the word of God. I mean, I love preaching to you. I love sharing the word of God. I love encouraging you. But don't wait for me. You know, don't wait for Pastor Andy. You've got to, we've got to learn to preach to ourselves. In, we need to every day of the week because this week you'll be up against the battle of some kind. We don't know what it is, but we've got to be on guard. We've got to be ready. We've got to be ready to stand our ground. We've got to be ready to, for the fight. The enemy still wants to invade your life. So we need to keep on preaching to ourselves. It can only be, it just has to be a few words from Scripture that, be, that starts to make a shift within us. The Lord is my shepherd. 
the Lord is my shepherd. I wake up Monday morning, what am I going to declare over my life? The Lord is my shepherd. I say it again, the Lord is my shepherd. I say it throughout my day, the Lord is my shepherd. The more we begin to say it, something begins to shift. The more we begin to say it, the more we believe it. We've got to keep speaking the word of God out over our life. He is my light. He is my salvation. God is my light. God is my salvation. The enemy is still trying to invade your mind with other things, but no, I say no to the lies of the enemy, and I say to the truth of the word of God, that God is my light. God is my salvation. I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You are with me. You are with me. I've got to keep speaking that over my soul. God, you are with me. We've got to preach to ourselves. Fight for hope by speaking the living word out over our lives. The enemy wants to wear you down. Why have you forgotten about me? Why is my heart so sad? Why is my soul disturbed? The best way to shut the enemy up is speak the word of God over your life. The enemy has nothing against Jesus. He thought he did when when Jesus was put to death on the cross. He thought he had the victory. The enemy has no hold over Jesus because where or death is your victory. Where or death is your sting. Speak the Savior's name over your life. The name of Jesus. Jesus said that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So speak the name of authority over the lies of the enemy, over what is weighing you down, over what is taken over your mind. Speak the wonderful, beautiful, powerful name of Jesus Christ. As the song declares, your name, Jesus, is power. Your name, Jesus, is healing. Your name, Jesus, is life. Do not give up. Fight for hope. How? Keep your desire for Jesus Christ alive. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you. Oh God, my soul thirsts for you, for the living God. How do we fight for hope? Speak the living word out over your life. Why are you downcast, oh my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. He is loving. He is our rock, and he is our savior. So I invite you, Spirit of God, to come and rest on us today. And as you rest on us, I encourage every single one of us this morning to desire Jesus. Keep that desire of Jesus alive in your soul right now. And begin to speak the word, the living word, out over your life. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus.